Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome everybody to the Flickr Effect podcast. I'm Dave Lott. So we're doing something a little different this episode. We all wanted to talk about that Ahsoka finale, of course, but unfortunately our schedules were just not aligning. So for the first half of this episode, uh, you'll hear Michelle and I uh, discuss episode eight. Then a couple days later, Bobby and I were able to sit down and chat about the episode, and you'll hear that in the second half. Uh, Before we get started, just a word of warning, though, for those of you who have not seen all of Ahsoka, including that finale, uh, this is a spoiler review of the episode. We will be talking about spoilers throughout the review, so keep that in mind. If you haven't watched it, uh, we invite you to go check that out first and then come back and listen to the podcast. With that, here is our review of Ahsoka, Episode 8. Ahsoka, Episode 8 of the finale of this first season has come and gone. Mm. What were your thoughts, Michelle? Oh, okay, my thoughts. And this is just on the last episode? I mean, the, the show is whatever. The show as a whole, the last whole. episode, that's up to you. Or is, yeah. Um, no, there's no rules here. Man, I feel like I'm going to be saying the word um a lot in this episode. <laughs> I hate doing that. Uh, yeah. Um, see, there I go. Uh, episode eight. I will say, even before the episode started, you hadn't even hit play. And I looked at you and I said, they have a ridiculous amount to cover to wrap things up in one last episode. <laughs> You were like, yeah, there's no way that's happening. I'm like, I know that. So going into it even, it was like, wow, this is, yeah, there's there's just going to be, it's going to feel either like they're not answering anything or it's rushed or it's just not going to give me what I think is going to be a conclusion to the story that we have gotten so far in a manner that would make me feel content and I was right (laughs) uh yeah you know we find ourselves way 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 out in the middle of nowhere and everybody's on this planet and everybody's trying to get off the planet because nobody wants to get stranded and left behind on this planet and yeah you know it's like just slowly watching things unfold it's like 
uh, now I can't think. Thrawn, you know, is constantly putting up walls to just minimally just to slow down Ahsoka and Sabine and now my brain just blanked on Ezra. You know, and so he's just trying to slow them down and he succeeds. I mean, two points, you know? I mean, yeah, he sacrifices a lot of his dudes, a lot of his stormtroopers, but in the end, you know, he he gets what he wants and that's to slow them down and not have them stop him from leaving that planet. And he is successful. And, you know, my whole thing, this whole, ever since, I forget which episode it is, but ever since Sabine decided to give them that map, my whole thing is like, she's literally putting the entirety of the universe up against hanging out with her crush, hanging out with her dude. Like, it's it's a it's a lot to buy into that somebody would sacrifice the greater good of literally everyone <laughs> uh, for 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 one dude, uh, and it's it's kind of been my challenge for most of the season, honestly. And this episode, it really just drove it home that wow, yeah, like Thrawn's back, and. It, it, I guess in one sense that does catapult the Star Wars story and lore forward, but I don't know. I just felt very like, oh, well, okay, here we are. This is it. And this is the end of the season. And I mean, I guess the whole idea was that they would leave it in a way so that they could have a season two. But yeah, I I'm not a fan of this episode, of the way the story unfurled. I'm not really a fan of where things are left. I feel... Maybe I had really high expectations of Ahsoka. I was just ridiculously excited way back when Rosario was cast as as the character of Ahsoka. And maybe I had high expectations that this was going to be just really, really awesome. And... And I just feel like I'm, I'm I'm a little let down. Having said that, I think the production value of this show as a whole is good. It's way better than Boba Fett. I mean, almost everything's better than Boba Fett. Yeah, um, that's not much to compare it to. It's it's not. Uh, and I would say that I think I even liked the production value better. Than, I think it's much better than even Obi Wan. Um, maybe I could say it is on par with like the what we've seen with the Mandalorian. For the most part, I would say there's moments of oh, that's not great, but then most of overall, though, I think I think we get a, a good good level of Mandalorian production. And again, there's a part of me that, that thinks it's a shame that you're not getting the production value that you do out of like Andor. I and I don't know. I I I feel let down by this entire show as a whole. This episode was no no change for me and i say that and you know i think a lot of people have issues with the way ahsoka is and they feel like she has a different personality basically from episode to episode and i I don't fully agree with that thought process um this episode she definitely seemed more at peace with her own self and with being a jedi and where she is and this whole situation yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm just kind of rambling, but I 
feel very uh i feel very let down not too happy don't sound i mean um we've seen worse stuff from disney star wars uh i'll say first in regards to this episode yeah i wasn't very happy with it um the show as a whole it's it's tough it's always tough when you end a season on kind of a a a bad note Mm -hmm. to look back and kind of have an open mind about the season and go okay well what did i think about season one overall i i enjoyed the season um you know there were times in the middle of the season i i still you know stand behind saying that it it felt the most like star wars maybe of any of the shows Mm. we've gotten so far and i'm also saying that as someone who absolutely loves andor andor is the best thing that they've ever made on television correct but with that said i mean there's aspects about ahsoka that were like wow this is so star wars and and it's in a good way yeah there's Um, a moment and uh overall like yeah i mean we were going week to week and i was genuinely like man i can't wait to see what happens next it felt like a good water cooler show like we were looking forward to talking about it every week and uh we haven't had that a lot you know i definitely didn't feel that way this season in the mandalorian i didn't feel that way with boba fett for sure um so i can't just go man this whole season's a total letdown but yeah, the the last couple episodes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this episode is for a finale. Even though, you know, like you said, you asked right before it started, like, oh, man, there's so much to wrap up. And I made the comment. I'm like, well, there's no way it's wrapping all this up. Like, they are definitely ending this in kind of a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And they definitely do. I was mm-hmm. not I was not wrong about that. Um, with that said maybe like a little too much or like not enough was kind of paid off at the end of this episode. I agree. Um, Especially (laughs) probably the most interesting characters of the show, uh, Balin and Shin Hadi, uh, like basically non-existent in this episode, um, which is a real bummer. Like, week after week when we talked about this here on the podcast we were like man we love these two characters and obviously we are not alone i mean almost anything else i've listened to other reviews or watched on youtube everyone has been saying like these two characters are super interesting and we are most interested in what's what's going on especially with balin like what's Mm -hmm. his motivation here what's going on with this guy and also knowing that unfortunately the actor has passed away so how is it how is this story going to end at the end of this season you know like are we going to end up seeing a recast in the future or is this character going to die or you know super interested in these two characters and this episode like gives us next to nothing and it's just like real like like uh that really bummed me out (laughs) like not to not to say that it needed to wrap up their story but it doesn't propel their stories forward in any way. No. Really. Like, I mean, re- not really. You know, it goes back into a, I guess, a budget and, you know, r- showtime or run show length, show running time. Like, 
I mean, if only more money could have been thrown at this show and each episode could have been an hour. And I mean, I'm saying this and a lot of these episodes were better than some other like Mandalorian episodes we got where they were super short. Like most mm-hmm. of these were in the 40 minute range, I think. Um, I think this last episode, if I remember right, when we clicked on it in the app, I think it said like 48 minute runtime, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying that off the top of my head. Anyway. But yeah, like a good at least hour for a finale and also touching a little more on like what's going on with Balin or at least like a little more about where he's headed and what's going on with Shin. And even the way kind of things wrapped up with Shin in episode seven, I was just like, what? Like, what is this? Like, I don't know. They just left her out to dry, basically. They really just leave her character out to dry. And the way this episode ends, it makes me go, are they really just are they I mean I'm gonna say this but I I would I don't believe that this is what they're doing but it almost could come across like that's it that's our goodbye to her her, and we're done with her I don't think that's the case but Mm -hmm. it's it ends in a way where it's like is that it Mm -hmm. I don't think so but that'd be a real bummer (laughs) even though obviously the Balin like storyline is like kind of the bigger like what's his plan because she was just kind of along for the ride Mm-hmm. So it so you know it seems yeah. from the little we know about the two of them, right. um, but yeah that that bummed me out most with this episode. There was also aspects of this episode that just in terms of I guess in terms of direction and you know cinematography I was not a fan of. There were very kind of wonky scenes like the way they looked. Mm-hmm. Like there's a particular fight scene with Ahsoka. I think it's when Ahsoka and Ezra and um, Sabine are behind her and they're all like kind of deflecting, you know, blaster shots from all these stormtroopers. And it's just the way it it had this kind of close up shot on her and it just looked, it didn't look good. It didn't look very cinematic. It looked very flat. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just, and there were a couple shots like that in the, that, like that in this episode where I was like, eh, this doesn't look great. Like, right. I I think there were shots. I felt like that didn't come out as dynamic as they should have. But my other thing is I felt like there were scenes where they were just kind of standing around staring at each other. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, for people that are trying to, I don't know, stop the empire, you all don't seem like you got a lot of wind in your sails here. Like, it felt like there just was a lot of like, oh, yeah, that's happening. Okay. Yeah, I guess I know what I you guess. mean in terms of like, uh, you know, obviously they're away from the temple or whatever. Right, they don't know so the they don't kind of know table. exactly what's going on. But in general, like Ahsoka, they know this is the goal. Ahsoka knows, like, hey, I came here on a whale, and my probably my chances of getting back on a whale or all of us back on a whale are slim to none. It could have been a one-time thing. And Thrawn is going to try to leave. And Thrawn is going to try to leave. We really got to move. And you're right. There's a lot of just kind of like... Doodly doodly do. And and that's not even just this episode. It's in like, I want to say, six, seven, and eight. There's just a lot of like, doodly doodly do. Hey, man, I'm glad I got to find you out in the middle of nowhere of the universe. I'm like, cool. We Guys, like, we got to get some fire in you here like it just seems like there's no drive of importance of right. 
dude, we gotta go get Thrawn, man. He's gonna try to leave. And if he leaves, we're screwed. And home is screwed. Like, there's no... It, it's, that emotion is completely lacking for me. And honestly, no. that is... Yeah, there's things like, like that that don't make sense in the storytelling. No sense. No sense whatsoever to me. And there's that also was the other, there's other things that I'm like, half of me is fine with and half of me is like, yeah, it's problematic. Like... I'm thinking of like Ahsoka's re, you know reaction to sh- to what Sabine did, like when they finally get to talk about, hey, mm-hmm. like I I put us in this situation, and as a Jedi, I don't necessarily have a problem with how Ahsoka addresses it. At the same mm-hmm. time, I I with the way the show sets that up back in like episode I think three and four or whatever it was when they had a conversation about, hey, we're gonna have to destroy this map and we're never going to see Ezra again and how do you feel about that Sabine and Sabine seems conflicted like the way the show was setting it up it was it was like Ahsoka was setting up that conversation in a way of like this is serious you can't mess this up like right and then she totally does and then she totally does so it's like with that back conversation in mind I think the reaction is a little like "Eh, I get that you're friends and she's your apprentice and everything now and but she messed up pretty bad. <laughs> she messed like, up pretty bad. Like, like I don't know. She literally put I'm, the I, balance of the weight of everything because she couldn't keep it in her pants. Well, no, I mean, I'm saying this as someone who's not a, I guess, a, a rebels aficionado because I haven't watched it all. But I don't even think it's so much like a love interest. I think it's like a I deep know. friendship thing. I is, know. is my understanding. I'm I'm saying that because you've mentioned the whole I like. Know. I'm just making a bad joke. I'm just. I'm, I'm I could be wrong you. about that, but I could be wrong too. Maybe it's. I. I think. I think it is just a deep friendship. But even so, you're putting your entire deep, deepest friendship ever, 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 at stakes against the entire, the entire Rebel Alliance world's universe. Like. I feel like any person would go, wow, I guess I'm just really never going to see that human being ever again. (laughs) But I mean, while we're talking about this, though, really quick, you know, um, let's play devil's advocate, though. Like, we're also I, I feel like we're kind of approaching it like she straight up was like made a literally a deal with the devil when, you know, Balin Skull, when he had that conversation Mm -hmm. with her is a very convincing guy. You know, mm-hmm. he's also like a former Jedi, obviously he's talking to her in a way that is very convincing. I, I think like, he meant what he was saying. I her. do. I and really I'm just I'm saying this to put it in a perspective that she wasn't just straight up like, yeah, Satan. Okay. Sounds great. Like she was talking to someone and kind of was oh, convinced. I, I, I agree. But part of that conversation, she had two of the exact same conversations with Ahsoka. I know, I know. I, I'm saying all this, and you know I'm on the same pages and, with you and, as you, but... And I understand that basically Thrawn going back is what catapults basically the next chapters of of, of our Star Wars storylines. I, I, I get it. <laughs> but it's hard to buy into right. this premise of this is how it went down. Right. It's 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 a it's a big spoon to to swallow. It is. There's other things too that are like. Part of me doesn't bother me too much, but part of me is like, yeah, like it just seems way too convenient to like 
she's been trying to use the force this whole time mm, yeah she finally gets finally in a in a moment of like life or death basically is like she uses it great i have no issue with that like but then like right after that she is fully convinced like yeah i can help push you across this huge oh, yeah. chasm of space <laughs> yeah like yeah. I, in one sense, yeah. I appreciate your, your optimism, your optimism and, <laughs> and your abilities. And I guess I can also, I guess as we watch the episode, the way I was feeling, about, I was definitely reacted in the back of my mind to that of like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, well, she's always been trying. She's been working on this. And it was like, maybe it was really just that one moment of it finally working for her that the wall came down. Suddenly it just clicks and she's good to go. But I mean, she hasn't even tried a second time yet. It's like, I'm going to go from, 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 I I got a lightsaber to move from here to there Uh to, I am going to put your life in my hands. And like this guy that I just traveled from one galaxy to another for, I'm going to, I'm, I'm super convinced you're not going to fall to your death. Like, I got you. I got this. We got this. Yeah. That was, was like, really? It like, was a stretch. Like, it almost made me wish that at that moment, Ahsoka had caught up to them at that moment and was behind her. And she was like pushing him with her force from her hand. Like, or it could have been a funny moment of like that conversation and Ahsoka overhearing it and her going, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Like, like, let's slow down. You're not going to be able to do that quite yet. Um, I just don't think I have that much confidence. Yeah, That's anyway. a huge leap. The leap from literally like, I've been trying this whole time to, I made my lightsaber and jump from the ground to my hand. Like, that's a big leap, one. And then the leap from, I made my lightsaber move from the ground to my hand to, I'm going to send this dude sailing across the Grand Canyon <laughs> to destroyer i was like yeah "Yeah, this is a lot another thing that Mm. i don't know like not that i say not that i like this person this character but morgan elsbeth like yeah she gets this big moment Mm mm-hmm and part of me is like, cool. Like, this is cool. Like, she gets the, what, the dark shadows uh, given to I, her? What is it? Again, the I am no expert on the, 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 witches. the witches of yeah, Dothmir. And I, I, but whatever little thing they do. And right. they make her into like a full-fledged sister or whatever. She levels up. She levels up. She levels up. <laughs> um, she levels up in her witchdom. Yeah, exactly. And to me, I'm like, okay, this is cool. And I want to yeah. see where this goes. And I mean, boom, it's, her- ar- it's already over. Like, I mean, yeah. she, quickly we have this she has this conversation with thrawn with thrawn's basically without saying it he's like yeah we're gonna leave you behind so that you can get stuff done for us you're sacrificing i'm listening to this conversation going really like Like they gave her the cool like green flame katana and then they're like yeah no you're gonna sacrifice it's not even like that i have a problem with that like motivation that thrawn would do that that's fine i no, i I get that motivation totally totally get it but i guess as a viewer the fact that it still ends in her just quickly dying, not quickly, but she dies in the end. And I'm well, just like, really? That's. And, and I'll be honest, like she puts up a fight. But like, if I look, compare this sword fight with her and Ahsoka. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I to, just thought of something. To the ahead. sword fight that she, she and Ahsoka had back from what was that Mandalorian? Mm-hmm. That yeah. was a that sword yeah. fight was amazing. <laughs> And this sword fight was a little lackluster. And she had a cool 
katana. <laughs> it was kind of lackluster to me. But no, the thing that just clicked in my head, the, another thing that in the moment, I'm like, wait, what is happening right now? Like, she is specifically being told, hey, you need to hold them up because we got to go so much. Like, you're going to sacrifice yourself because you're, mm. you're going to stay behind. You need to hold them up. She goes down, meets them in a room. Mm-hmm. And you know, Ahsoka. Oh. Ahsoka decides, "Hey, yes. I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna take care of this. You guys gotta go." Mm-hmm. And she just lets him go. She just. I'm lets like, Sabine you are and- failing at your job immediately. Like your job is to <laughs> as, hold them up. As in Sabine, are like, we're just gonna wall crawl around you and then just, go right behind you. And, uh, and she just watches him and kind of gives him a look, him, like, yeah, it's fine. Because first, I mean, I guess. In the- devil's advocate she's going my main goal here is to stop ahsoka and um, I'll, I'll buy that to a point but yeah like well what do you think these two are doing with her they're gonna go like <laughs> oh, i was thinking that we were watching that scene i was going yeah. this is not it's like dude, no no mm-mm. like she is i mean she is so diehard that she's like yes Thrawn, i will stay behind and you know, keep I will them. do this for the empire. I will do this for the empire. But immediately she's just like, right. but you two are fine. Like, and you, one of you, you are Jedi basically. I mean, for, for all intents and purposes, she's powerful. No, I'm talking about uh, letting Ezra about oh, yeah. Ezra, like she's one of Jedi go it's not by. even like you're saying, Oh, well, these are just two random dudes, but I got to stop the Jedi. No, I mean, he's basically a, a Jedi, Jedi and, and a Mandalorian just walked by you. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, so he's going to put her with her new powers, but he can't leave his, you know, left-handed Lieutenant dude, whatever with the gold face. Like you can't trust him to stay behind and die. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah. And I would have bought that scene a little bit better if he was the one that was like, I'm staying to fight Ahsoka and these two can go. I'd be like, yeah, I kind of buy that. He seems like he's probably an idiot. Cool. But like, like, I'm trying not to, it's like, I don't want to just poop on this whole episode. No, but like, I don't. There were things I liked about it. Of course, I'm trying to, I mean, trying to think of the things I liked. I mean, yeah, the, moment, the lightsaber build was cool. The lightsaber build is cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we got the lightsaber build. <laughs> the lightsaber build was cool. It is it, it's a it, cool moment. I'll just say, I mean, because we're gonna wrap up pretty soon. Um, but it's tough <laughs> as a Star Wars fan right now for me. Like it is. I say that, and then like I had to think. I had to remind myself today. Oh yeah, Andor. Andor oh, exists, and there's gonna the be a shining- season two eventually. The beacon of light and gold and wonder and amazement. But beyond that, it's as much as I started this conversation off by saying, like, hey, overall, I still enjoyed the season for the most part overall. With that said, it like the way this progressed and the way this season ended, it's still evidence to me that the way Disney is handling this property, especially, especially on Disney Plus is problematic for mm-hmm. me like it makes me like a skeleton crew i don't you know i don't know a lot about it but i'm i'm you know of course it's star wars so i'll be interested to see what that looks like and it, hopefully it's good i have been like bobby acolyte. we've both acolyte man i can't wait to see acolyte but at the same time i am super skeptical like 
as much as I'm I was w- fearful for you because I know that yeah. you're so interested in Acolyte and I'm like, God, this, I hope this doesn't suck. Like, I, I just, all and, I can think is, God, I hope it is. I'm just going to crush you if it does. Well, I will say, I don't know that it will crush me because at this point, there's been no evidence to me that there should be something different about Acolyte. True. Like, I feel like yeah. Acolyte's going to be kind of more the same of like mm-hmm. episodes that don't feel uh, like developed enough and they're way too short and a season that's probably going to feel too short Mm -hmm. and you know stuff like i just i'm right now i'm just bummed and not excited about much of anything (laughs) when it comes to star wars so i am my my only beacon of hope is is andor and but i'm with you like i don't have a lot more hope past andor and it just makes me frustrated because it makes me wish that there was some other company and I cannot think of a company off the top of my head at the moment but I wish there was some company that would swoop in get to Disney's face and be like nope you can't have the shiny thing anymore we're buying it and we're taking it away you don't know what the hell you're doing and everybody is tired of your BS and I there's a part of me that really kind of wishes that would happen I don't know who that magical company would be but it just makes me think yep somebody should just go and, and take take the shiny toy away from Disney because they right. don't know what they're doing with it and it's frustrating to see it go this direction. And I'm saying all that too because and that's how I feel as the season ended and I guess it's even more frustrating because there was a point mid-season where I was like pretty happy. I was like I'm not saying this is like the most amazing thing I've ever no. seen, but I feel like this sh- this show is itself moving in the right direction and maybe that's evidence that overall maybe maybe things Star Wars and Disney are moving in a better direction. But now as the season has ended, I'm like, no. So I basically don't the episode with the that. whales was your high point. But I think it's frustrating that it take it took two it took that many episodes to get to that point. And then from that point on it went down again. And that for me is frustrating. Yeah, that's I mean that's probably true. It shouldn't take that long for it to get that enjoyable and it shouldn't drop off that quickly. In my um, opinion. Yeah. But what do I know? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sitting here looking at like the episode titles. Remember exactly when what happened and what episode. Yeah, episode but, six. Far, far away. Right. Like for me, I think episode five, I think, was the height for me. But mm-hmm. I'm like, it shouldn't take to the fifth episode of an eight episode season for me to right. go, hey, I think this is finally gaining some legs. And then... Episode six wasn't. I was not as amazed with episode six, and episode seven and eight were meh. meh. No, episode six was, you know, fine. But yeah. episode five, I would, I would agree. The episode five was pretty good. I mean, mm. probably a high point. Yes. Well, any any other quick thoughts before you and I wrap this up? Correct. Um, I think. Yeah, I I think I'm just I'm not angry. I'm just very disappointed. Oh, <laughs> that hurts even more, Michelle. Mm. With that, as I mentioned, we are wrapping up our conversation now, but we're going to take a quick break in this episode. And as we return, it will be Bobby and I in the future, in a couple days, sharing our thoughts on this episode. I'm very curious to hear Bobby's thoughts. We've mm. talked off air, but not about this episode, obviously. So I'm, I don't know how he feels about it. So 
I'm going to go ahead and put in my guess right here on air. I'm going to assume he's pretty similar, actually. Really? I think so. Because I think he, I, I felt like he was enjoying this as a whole more than you and I were. But I'd be, yeah, I, I, I don't get anybody being disappointed in the last episode. That doesn't shock me. But I'd be curious to see what his feelings are as a whole on the show. I think similar. I would, really? yeah, I think so. Cool. I mean, maybe a little happier with it, but. I guess I'll have to listen and find out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think with the last episode, I have a feeling it'll be sim. I'll just keep saying quietly similar. Okay. With that, uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we are back, and we have time traveled into the future, at least two days. Uh, it is two days later, and instead of Michelle with me, we now have Bobby Jackson. How's it going, Bobby? <laughs> it's going good. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to talking about this um, last episode of Ahsoka. Yeah, last episode of Ahsoka, and a look back at Ahsoka in general. Uh, we, uh, you and I have not talked about this, so I don't know your thoughts. You have listened to what Michelle and I said, and you also heard our predictions for <laughs> what uh, we think you think. Yep. So, uh, let us know. Am I crazy? Did you love it? Did you think it was about the same as us or what? Well, I'll say before I get right to that, um, I do want to say that for the episode prior to that, I remember talking to uh, t- talking to you when I was saying how for me every episode had gotten progressively better than the last, and I still share that that sentiment with the episode seven. I think uh, a lot of people, from what I saw online, were not feeling it as much. Um, they thought it was a, definitely a, a letdown from the previous episode. For me, I really enjoyed that episode for if no other reason than the pacing and the aspects that we seem to have gotten a good amount of everybody. We start off with Hera with, with the Senate, and then we go into getting stuff from um, Thrawn and stuff from Balin and Shen, as well as Ezra and Ahsoka and Sabine. And I, I felt like they cut between those things happening pretty well and was able to get a very well-rounded forward momentum into the the season finale if it is a season finale they haven't said if there's a second season yet but yeah so going into this finale i was i was very much ready to see where we were going to go i had no kind of um expectations as far as what we would see within episode eight Whereas on the internet, I'm sure, I don't even think I looked, but I, I'm sure people were theorizing of all the different things that they thought they would see, as they tend to do. So I didn't pay too much attention to any of that stuff that was going on there. I just thought, okay, this is the last episode. I don't know as far as if there's going to be another season or not. So what are we going to get here? And I think for the series as a whole i was very much happy with what we got uh, I, if i had to rank it where 
this season is in terms of um, other Star Wars shows that have been on Disney Plus. It might be like if you were to say uh, Andor is number one, and then maybe like you give, I don't know, maybe Andor and the second season of Mandalorian or, or number one or something like that. But then like season one of Mandalorian and then this would Ahsoka would come right after that for me uh, above Obi-Wan above um, Boba Fett for sure so for sure I, I was definitely that. happy overall with this the show with the season finale it left me um, wanting I guess uh, it was I was disappointed more so in it than anything else I came away from it and it was not due to the fact that there was a cliffhanger towards towards the end there with some of the characters it was more along the lines of having to do with I felt unsatisfied I think and again not because of not getting closure with certain storylines it was just that I felt like with that episode it seemed very rushed to me like the whole point was getting them to the point that they needed to be at and so it felt like it cut down on the amount of characterization that we had been getting throughout this season for some of the characters and there was a lack of I remember I don't know 20 minutes into it thinking why have we not seen Balin and Shin yet? I, I, I couldn't understand why they weren't in the episode at all at, at that point. And then, of course, you get just uh, silent scenes of them at the end of the, the episode, which to me wasn't enough. I, I think that there could have been more there that they could have done with those characters. Like I said, the previous week's episode, they shared the pie pretty well to me for all the different characters that were there and what was going on. So in my mind, I felt like they should have had nine episodes and this could have been the eighth episode as it is and then built upon that with a ninth or um, a longer eighth episode. It could have gone for an hour and a half and, and gave you a little bit more breathing room to get to the point you wanted to get to. Just give a couple more scenes to some of these characters because a lot of things just felt like it was truncated even for instance like um even in the beginning of the episode when Shin, or when when ezra is talking to hu yang and hu yang's kind of explaining what happened between sabine and um ahsoka and i was like well that's cool that ezra kind of gets clued in on it and us as the audience as well but I would have preferred to see that conversation happen with the actual characters and them get into it a little bit more. And it felt like what they said was was like, I don't know, 20 seconds of dialogue between the two of them after all this buildup of her doing all these different things that led them to the point that they're at. It's just what there was no conversation there, just as much as there was no conversation there between her and Ezra about what she did, because he made this sacrifice. And for them to not even address it, that he had no concern with it, it seems odd that that wouldn't have been a conversation in any sort of way. So there's a lot of instances within this episode, this last uh, season finale episode 
that just felt like they didn't give themselves enough time and all they would have needed was another episode or a longer episode to satisfy in a way that was satisfying to me, I, I suppose, of uh, being able to give you a little bit more and still in on the same ways that you did. I had no issues with them setting up things for another season. It's just that I think I got the short end on some of the characterization <clears throat> stuff that was being presented and it seemed like we didn't get enough there. I mean, yeah, I totally agree. I know you listened to what Michelle and I talked about, but you may not have heard every little bit of it. I don't mm-hmm. know what you heard, what you didn't, but I mean, I agree with you. I don't have a problem with the way the episode ended. I fully went into it expecting like this is going to have cliffhangers. This mm-hmm. is, you know, like I think like we Michelle and I talked about, she said before start, it's like, oh, there's a lot to wrap up. I'm like, there's, they're not going to wrap all this up. Like this is this is going to be at, like the end of a season that is obviously going into a hopeful season two or something and that's exactly what we got and that's fine but yeah i i think i said a lot of the same things in that yeah like there needed to be more time i think this show and i think a lot of the stuff we've seen from star wars in general on disney plus has been the same kind of complaint that they don't seem to be devoting enough i guess budget into this show to get these episodes longer and allow there to be more like character development and just flesh things out more mm-hmm. um and yeah like like you said like one of my we said all along one of our biggest uh one of the things we enjoyed the most about the show you know balan and shin and like these last two episodes really but especially this last episode like almost nothing from them <laughs> Like, and I'm just like, really? Like, <laughs> like yeah. obviously there's cliffhangers and we, the, the idea seems to be that we're going to see more of them, but like, wow. Like that just blew my mind. I, I was thinking the same thing, like, you know, a good chunk into the episode. I'm like, wow, we haven't seen them yet. And I'm getting the feeling we're not going to. Mm-hmm. And I was really starting to think, are we not going to see them at all? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how I would have reacted if we'd never I'd seen anything mad. from them. Yeah. I would have been mad as well, but which, you know, what didn't happen, but still we practically didn't get them mm-hmm. at all. It, it's, it's a travesty yeah, <laughs> in my opinion. Like, Oh, go ahead. No, no, it's really, oh, well, I was just going to say that, to me, another an additional scene between the two of them, not specifically between the two of them, but with the two of them um, separately, another scene for each of them, would have done so much because you could give a, a way through into which how Shen is feeling because at one point you think that, okay, she's made her choice. She's going to be within the Empire. She's going to go back with Thrawn. Clearly, she doesn't. She goes back to those uh, what, uh, what the raiders called? or whatever. Raiders, uh, yeah. I don't know what I they're th- called. Think, but. Yeah, there was like uh, not savages, but I forget what they called them. But um, clearly, she went looking for them instead of going back to the ship. Maybe I don't know if she was felt like she was too far behind to catch up. I don't know, but we don't know. Like, what made her decide to go that yeah. route? I would have liked to see a scene that at least shows her kind of she didn't even have to talk she could have looked off in the distance and saw the ship and looked in a different direction 
and made her choice to go in a different direction or something, you know, something, something that would have done. All, that would have said a lot more than what we got. <laughs> yeah. And, and same with Balin. It could have been a little bit of him looking at something that he had on him, like a map or I don't know, something that showed that he's making a decision of what he's looking for, because that had been teased so much throughout the episode or throughout the season to not at least acknowledge specifically, especially for people who are new to this, they have no idea what the significance of those statues are. <laughs> They're just and seeing I barely, I really don't. I only know because of things I watch on YouTube <laughs> and talking to you. <laughs> right. So, and for anyone listening, uh, this statue he's standing on and the statues that are there, they represent the Mortis gods that are... Uh, well, they're very hard to, to explain, <laughs> but briefly, they're just kind of embodiments of the force. And then there's the father, the son, and the daughter. And um, it, it looks like that's where his mission is taking him towards, this this um, living pool of the force that was inhabited by these these force gods, basically. So it's it's there in... in silence but not there for anyone who has no clue or idea they just see him standing on a mountaintop and if you look you can see something shining in the distance but yeah that's like that's barely anything they could have given yeah. a little bit more there and i mean like you said for people who are not caught up on a lot of that that just is meaningless yeah like, to most of us even me who in the moment when I was watching it, even though I, before seeing this episode, as we've been going through Ahsoka and I've been kind of watching stuff on YouTube, kind of reviewing mm -hmm. these episodes and seeing references to like, what is this reference to that? And blah, blah, blah. And knowing about those Mortis gods, at least, mm -hmm. you know, surface level kind of information. Even having seen that stuff, when when I saw him standing there, I, I didn't look at it and went, oh yeah, it's the, the father or whatever. <laughs> right. I had no idea. I, and, and that's a side conversation too. Like, to be honest, like from the little bit I've learned about that from other sources, I'm like, I don't even know what I think of this. It's like a star Wars thing. <laughs> and mm. I really don't know what most audience star Wars fans that aren't like caught up on a lot of the animated stuff. will think of that. Like yeah. to me, it's, I don't, but I'm also admitting I'm very uneducated about it, but from what I've heard, I'm like, I don't, I don't know that I care for this theology, this philosophy, whatever. <laughs> like, it's, it, I don't know that I don't want this in Star Wars. So, I don't know what you think of it, but is on a on a holistic level, it tries to differentiate the Force in, in a couple different ways because we all know of the Living Force. Yoda talks about it and. We, that's the force that most people are aware of. This force is considered sort of a cosmic force um, that inhabits other types of things. Um, and so it gets into that. And so it, it just expands what the force is in a different way. So you're right. Who knows how general audiences will take that when they were 
already more or less just bought into the idea of what the force in and of itself can be. And, and, and even that they still expound upon at different times and what the force can do and be and how it inhabits and, and does certain things. So that in and of itself is still um, a thing without adding the cosmic force into it. So it, it will be very interesting to see how they handle that going forward for whatever way they want to introduce it and um, make it accessible to general audiences. Yeah, I, I'll be very curious because again, I don't, I don't really know that I'm going to care for it. And I think a lot of people are going to go, okay, star Wars has jumped the shark. Mm -hmm. I really think, I, th I think a lot of people will react to it that way. Yeah. Uh, but I'm curious to see. And also, I don't think this is where they're going because they definitely haven't announced anything like this. I mean, for one, they haven't even announced the season two of Ahsoka. Right. You know, but the way the episode ends and going back to Balin and Shin, I could, it almost looks like you could see them going down a road of like, would that be almost like a spinoff then, mm. like storyline away from Ahsoka? Or would that continue to be involved in the Ahsoka storyline? I mean, if I had to put down money, I'm going to assume it's going to be continue to be involved in this Ahsoka series, but yeah. I could see a situation where they split it. Yeah. Does that cross your mind or? Uh, it didn't until you mentioned it, but my money would be on the fact that it would still be combined with Ahsoka, just mostly because I don't know that they would be able to... I think that the same thing that happens in a lot of superhero movies that would happen in a spinoff series if you had Balin and Shen, because then people would be like, well, why isn't Sabine showing up in this episode or why isn't it? They're on right. the same planet. And so uh, how far away are they from all each other that they wouldn't show up uh, at some point in time, uh, given what they're doing. But outside of that, I could, I would definitely watch it and, and uh, I would be fine with seeing a, a series for them that was spun off. That'd be great. Of course, uh, one big hurdle would be having to replace Ray Stevenson and, and who we would get as yeah. the new Valen. But yeah. Yeah, a big hurdle indeed. Um, going back to this episode, uh, I was curious. I, I, you know, again, Michelle and I discussed uh, a few things that we majorly bumped on in this mm. episode, which is mm. another reason I, I didn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, to go... And in terms of not enjoying it, I will say, I, you know, going back to episode seven, I definitely fall in the camp of I, I'm not a fan of episode seven much at all. Um, yeah, episode the way this season ends with seven and eight is a huge disappointment to me. I'm glad that you enjoyed episode seven, but I, I definitely fall in the other camp for sure. Um, but yeah, were there certain things that you bumped on at all? I mean, there, I know there's one thing I didn't mention with Michelle that I still wanted to mention, and mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be curious to see if you might bring it up, but uh, was there anything that you wanted to kind I mean, of talk about that bugged you or things yeah, you really liked? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of things that I bumped up against <laughs> in this episode, and, and, and I think it goes into it, me again feeling that the episode was rushed, and, and that's why I'm bumping up on certain things, because I felt like if maybe they had more time, someone in the writer writing room would have realized, hey, this doesn't make sense or this is inconsistent right. or something. But just even in the beginning of the episode, if they know they got to get to Thrawn, 
I, I don't understand why they're traveling with the caravan. Uh, wh- what I, is right? What is that going to? For one, that's slowing you down. For two, mm-hmm. what's the plan when you get to the Star Destroyer? Like, what are those turtle people gonna do but get destroyed? Why would you bring them with you? <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, no, that no I, exactly. It made no sense. I mean, Michelle and I talked about that, that there seemed to be no urgency to their situation at all. And it's like, you know, that they're really your only path home. <laughs> like, yeah. And yeah, like these, these turtle crab people seem great, but it's a nice goodbye and we got to do our own thing now. Bye. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I'm, I don't get it at all. I'm yeah. with you. It made no sense. And, and then um, another thing I bumped up against that it just seemed, where did this come from? Like, how did no one, what was this? Because they're on those um, things. I forget what they're called. Uh, roar, not roars. I, I forget. Um, those rat things, whatever. And they're going those, toward the temple. Oh, or, what's, what's that? No, no, sorry. I interrupted. Go ahead. Oh, and they're going towards the temple. And Ahsoka tells Ezra that she needs help, like to to try and keep the door open or open the door. I forget which one it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she tells Sabine to help out. I'm like, help out with what? Like, what are you telling her to do? She's not exhibited any force powers at this point. What what is she? What do you? Why would you ask her to help out? Like, I, I. I couldn't understand that. And then Sabine puts her hand out and she's like, like, what are you doing? I, I, I didn't know if that did anything. And it just made no sense. I, 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 do you have an explanation for that? Because I, I was wrapping my head trying to figure out why would she ask her to help him out? Like, what, what does that mean? I'll admit it. I don't think that bothered me. Um, I guess the way I read it was that it's Ahsoka as a master to Sabine kind of showing like confidence in her like look i know you've shown absolutely no evidence yet that you have any sensitivity to the force but i'm not gonna just leave you out of this situation like we need i need all the help we can get and this is my way of showing my confidence in you so that maybe you'll then be confident in yourself you may not actually be doing anything but that's what I felt like. That's why she said that to Sabine. So I guess yeah. it didn't. That actually didn't really bother me. Yeah, I, did, I didn't get that at all. I, I, that just went over my head completely. I was like, why would you do that or ask her that when she? I get what you're saying. Anything. Yeah, yeah just, I get what you're saying. You're right. She doesn't show anything, you know, before later in the episode. So, there, but I guess it didn't. It didn't bug me. And there was even a point before that where. Ahsoka and Sabine are talking and she asked her, have you kept up with your training? I was like, when? at what point did she have to keep training? She, she was captured. Right. <laughs> she got with Ezra and this was all in the span of a day or two. I don't know when she had to yeah. keep up with her training. What are you talking about? Weird question. <laughs> so... Yeah, that that, that was one. Um, let's see. Um, Ezra, last week, he was using those force powers to push everything around. And this week, he barely used it, which made no sense to me because you have all these night troopers all gathered together, one big, huge 
force push wave would knock them all backwards. I don't know why you wouldn't yeah. do it. it it's, well, that goes into like the action in this episode is I don't think it was directed very well. It's it's not great, and yeah. I think that kind of plays into that. Yeah, I what, okay. One thing, let me say, I am very indifferent about i i could care less about it one way or the other but i'm curious how you feel about it was when the night sisters brought the night troopers back to life as sort of zombie troopers uh how did how did you feel about that i don't know i guess i didn't i'm kind of indifferent yeah I wasn't enjoying any of that action anyway. Yeah. And then them doing that. I mean, it answered, I think, because I've seen a lot of speculation. Like, are these stormtroopers already basically undead? Like, in which would kind of explain their look. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, we had a whole conversation about that here on the podcast. Like, why do they look the way they look? They look so incredibly dirty and like beat down. And we talked, you know, the three of us talked about that for a while. And it was after that that I heard the kind of speculation, well, maybe this is an undead army of stormtroopers. And I was like, well, if that's the case, then I guess that at least makes me feel like it explains their look a little more to me. But there was nothing. So going into this episode, I was kind of like, you know, are they undead or not? And then once that happened, I'm like, well, I guess they weren't, Yeah. but now they are. Right. <laughs> um, so it wasn't like some big shock to me. Cause that was already kind of in the back of my mind that maybe they were already undead. Um, so when they did that, it was just kind of like whatever, but yeah, once they did that and it was like, they just continued to just block blasts, you know, mm-hmm. like with their lightsabers. It's like at that point, I'm, you know, I guess unless it's just a matter that they don't want on a Disney Plus Star Wars show to show them like hacking off the heads of stormtroopers, yeah, sure. but and I guess that's why. But yeah. it seems like at that point, let's let's just get really crazy here, like yeah. And they don't. There's, they just continue to block blaster bolts, and I'm like, Ugh, this when is, you have three people that are using a lightsaber and they're a fair enough distance away, there's no reason to me one of them couldn't have been force pushing. Another could be blocking blast. Yeah. And a third could just throw their lightsaber and control it and just like a boomerang, just cut heads. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's, there's no reason you couldn't do that. Just right, right. Get them all out the way. But um, there's definitely some other things, but I'll just mention a, a couple more real quickly. And um, it, towards the end, <clears throat> when Ezra goes and and goes off and he's um with Hera before that it's like well how did he even get away we see so many times in Star Wars where they detect ships when they leave the the, yeah. the star destroyer like how did he get off the, the the star destroyer to even get away um unless Thrawn is tracking him which he's done before and that they don't know it or Ezra doesn't know it, but it's going to be used later. Other than that, I'm like, I don't even know how he got away, <laughs> way like that. Yep. And to 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 further that a little bit more is when <laughs> he does land. Other than the fact that they just wanted it to look a certain sort of way, 
in what world would you get off you the ship your helmet in on? the in the ship with the helmet on of a, oh, no, a, a night trooper? That made no sense. <laughs> that was the one thing. That was the one thing Michelle and I didn't talk about, and I wanted to bring up because yeah, oh. like when when he did that in the episode, I'm like, are you serious right now? You're walking off with the helmet yeah. on, like so dumb. <laughs> and I've heard that argument, like, oh, it's a cool like kind of mm. cinematic moment of him walking off and then taking i mean you could still kind of have that moment of him still in the armor because he hasn't had time to take the armor off mm-hmm. so he's walking down the, the the you know the ramp and at first you see that it's a stormtrooper but you don't see his head yet so mm-hmm. it's still you'd still have that moment of like them going oh god it's a stormtrooper walking down but then once he comes pass and you know gets far enough down you can see his head like yeah oh hey it's ezra like you didn't have to have a helmet on to have that kind of moment yeah it's just stupid yeah, <laughs> like totally your stupid. audience your audience is smarter than that your audience doesn't even need to be intelligent to go this is stupid yeah <laughs> like, it that's how bad that is like yeah i hated that as well yeah and again they must have a no hug policy because I don't know why <laughs> Ezra and Hera did not hug each other after not seeing each other for her these last ten years or whatever. It's just what, what, is it, what, yeah. why, what is going on? One thing I was going to ask you, and this isn't about Episode Eight. This is about Ahsoka in general, the the mm. show. Um, because as now that we're done with the season, I am going to say like when it comes to Hera. And her eyes. Mm. Um, I'm not a fan of the contacts. Like, I get that in animated form she had green eyes. But, yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's nothing about this race having all green eyes. It's not like, we've definitely seen examples of people, Twi'leks, right? Twi'leks. Um, yeah. that are they don't have green eyes. So it's not yeah. like that's a thing. Mm. And even though I get that in the animated form she had green eyes, it wasn't like the eyes were like this like bright, crazy, like standout feature about her, at least to me. Mm-hmm. And I would have I would have rather them just been like, you know what? We cast somebody with brown eyes. That's just how it's gonna be now. <laughs> like like I think it just would have looked better with to have um Mary Elizabeth Weinstead's natural eyes, because they just look weird and kind of silly to me they just stand out too much this is a nitpicky thing i'm fully admitting mm-hmm. like in one sense who cares but i'm bringing it up anyway <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know it just bugs me i kind of wish they wouldn't have done the context i think i got used to it um and and it also helps that they i hate to say this because it, but it's true but she wasn't in it enough for it to bother me uh, in the show and, and i get that and yeah, so sure. I, I think that that helps as well. If if she was on screen more, and, but again, I think I did start to get used to the the look of it, and I can totally see that point. And I've even seen people say make that same point about Ezra and his blue eyes because of in mm. the show his his eyes are blue, as you're aware, as you've seen some of the episodes. Right. And so some people have said his eyes are too blue. Like maybe they could have dialed it down a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, I can't. See, his it. didn't I really. It. I see it, but I guess I guess me. so. But his didn't bother me. I don't feel like his stand out as much as hers. No, I, I agree. I think hers do stand out a little bit more. Um, but I also might think it has to do with expression, because it typically seems like she has sort of a stoic expression on her face 
a lot of times and, and that almost looks like it's a dead stare when she's just looking like that with those contacts. Yeah. Whereas with Ezra, he's very um, animated, not, not to uh, use that term just in the sense of like the cartoon, but like his character, even in this show, and the, the way the actor plays him, he's he's smiling, he's you know moving around, he's he's more fluid, and and Hera kind of comes off a little stiff, and so it just seems like it stands out even more because of that. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah. Um, I, I definitely do agree for sure that it, it you it's more noticeable with Hera than it is with Ezra for me. Yeah. I mean, and obviously we know it's it's going to be cheaper to put somebody in colored contacts versus like a, a visual effect. But, yeah. you know, I guess budget being no object, I could see a situation where it definitely would have been better to not her not wear contacts on set, but then try to digitally change her eye color. Totally. But then still, I would argue it's not worth it. Like, this is not a standout. It's not like Thrawn, where it's Mm. like he has full red eyes. He needs to have full red eyes. Like, that, you can't change that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Her eye color is not, I think, a feature about her that's like, man, she has to have green eyes. Like, yeah. "Eh, Does she? Yeah. Like, we've obviously changed things from the animated version to, you know, the live action versions with other characters before. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I just I don't think it was worth it. I think I don't that think it worked. I I, I think that um, I, I would have seen people say the same thing in regards to Jason, but I think they would have complained more so than uh, been okay with it. And what I mean by Jason is, mm. <clears throat> even though you only see him for a second in the the animated series he has green hair and right. he has green hair in this series. And I did see some people say, well, yeah, I don't know that the green hair is working for me. They could have just gave him like black hair and it would have been fine. Just a change from the animation uh, series. Yeah. And again, that was one of those things where I was like, yeah, I could see it. I like, but I think I sometimes will watch something and not specifically pay too close attention so that it doesn't bother me so that I'm not focused on it. I do that a lot with um, prosthetics and makeup and, and, and also with fight scenes sometimes because I, I don't want to pull, have it pull me out if I'm noticing that it's not as good as it could be. So I don't yeah. all the way watch that <laughs> if, if that makes sense right? Um, because I don't want that distraction of it because I can kind of notice it when I'm watching it in terms of uh, that the choreography or, or the fight scenes that these aren't specifically been training for 20 year fighters that know these moves and are very fluid. So I, I don't try to look all the way. Whereas if I'm watching something like John Wick or the Raid, I'm like hyper focused in on it because I know that these guys are trained and they've been doing it for years. So I'm looking for it and and uh, and I'm pleased by it because I know how hard it is and what it takes for them to be doing what they're doing. Whereas I know these are just actors who've only had a limited amount of time to do it because it's a series and not a movie, and they probably only had weeks compared to like where in the movies maybe they have months before the movie even starts to do it. And, you know, so it's kind of one of those things where um, 
I know it's there. I know it's a problem, but I'm not looking close enough for it to bother me to where it was going to stick out in my head. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. But and I'm admitting again, I said before, it's nitpicky, but it's one of those things like at first I was like, OK, I don't know. She has green eyes. Mm. I guess that's why they did this. But anyway, um, anything else that you wanted to discuss about yeah, there was one other thing or Ahsoka in general? Well, with the Soka, yeah, for, or the series anyway, in the finale. Um, there was one other thing that you and Michelle had talked about that I guess I want to give my thoughts on, and that oh, was okay. uh, Sabine and her Force powers. So ah. it obviously had been teased throughout the season, and it was never to me a matter of whether or not she was going to get Force powers. It was more like when will they appear? When will she use her force abilities and i think whereas i've seen most people seem to have the same sentiment as you for the most part where they didn't have an issue with her um calling the lightsaber to her hand and they did have more of an issue with her using her force new force powers to give ezra that extra boost to get onto the star destroyer the chimera um i felt more in line with i don't know why there needed to be a rush to give her those abilities this season i I would have preferred that that got pushed into the next season like i would have rather them given more scenes or something for balin and what he was doing than to give Sabine that payoff of the force powers. I knew it was coming at some point, um, but I just felt like a little bit more time and then that would pay off in a way that I think would have been, um, it would have felt more uh, organic, not organic, but it just, I think that the timing of it, again, it, with everything feeling so compacted, I felt like, yeah, he, of course, this is going to be when she does it because of the, the, you can feel the mechanics behind the scenes of how it was written for this moment to be it. And I would have, right. I think, rather it had been in an innocuous moment rather than you know that this was the moment it was going to happen at. And so I think I have no problems with her having the force, especially because they set it up. But I think uh, I could have went another into another season before she actually um showed those abilities before it actually manifested i don't disagree with that i mean i know i guess i said i don't really have a problem with her like suddenly using the force with the lightsaber but i also don't disagree with you i mean maybe it would have been better to hold off i think mainly i was touching on the fact that then she turns around and trust herself to lift someone across a huge space (laughs) you know someone she obviously cares quite a bit about and like she suddenly with that one after that one moment she feels confident enough that yeah yeah i can i can lift you across this like however many football field length (laughs) of a a gap that i had a problem with but yeah um, for sure yeah but yeah no i i don't disagree with what you're saying yeah but I am very curious in terms of where they will take the character because I've been saying this all season, but for me, she felt the least like how she does 
in Rebels compared to yeah. live action. And so I've seen enough of Rebels to see what you're saying. But I also, I guess, I went into this going, well, I haven't seen the latter part of Rebels. So I don't know how she is like toward the end of Rebels. And in fact, I I would say between where you've seen now and where you'll get to, she grows even more. (laughs) So uh, yeah, it's interesting that it seemed like they had to reset the character just for the sake of having her to get to a new place again. But I, I definitely would say that one of the pleasant surprises for me was and i uh, forgive me I, I actually didn't get a chance to look up his name is but the actor that plays ezra i, I feel like he does an excellent job of um, um doing an ezra uh version and from the animated series even when he's like at the end of the episode when he's like hey hera he just seemed like ezra young ezra to me in, in mm. the way that he says it um it just the thing that he does and the way that he interacts it's nice having him around because let's face it a lot of times other jedi that we see can be very stoic or um one note per se and it's nice to have a jedi that's kind of has a um a lighter personality to him and and sort of a jovial nature so i'm hoping he sticks around um but at some point i guess we have to get to a point where it has to be explained why these other people that we're seeing now are not around in the sequel trilogy yeah it's tough like <laughs> i've heard i've heard this before and i don't disagree it's like i wish can you imagine how nice it would be like if we didn't have the sequel trilogy at all yeah. and we were experiencing this and we yeah. would be sitting here going, we don't know where this is going to go. This I could know. go anywhere. It would be so nice. But that's unfortunately not the, the world yeah. we live in. And it's it adds a like cloud over the whole situation because it's like, this is cool. And I'm enjoying, even though I'm bummed by the last two episodes of the season, mm. as I said with Michelle, Overall, I enjoyed this season. I enjoyed that this was a Star Wars show that I, we all felt like we had a lot, enough to talk about it after each episode. That we were like, yeah. "Hey, where's this going? What's going on with Balin and Shin? What this is? This feels like Star Wars. This is cool. Like, and that's great. But at the same time, the cloud that hangs over it is, yeah, there are things that could be cool that'll happen, and I'm curious to see them play out. But we all know, like, where are these people when the sequel trilogy happens, like. Thrawn's not around like uh you know I don't know yeah it it would be nice you have to imagine Dave Filoni even if he would never would admit it would love to be able to go do what he wants (laughs) and not have to worry about falling in line with the sequel trilogy yeah yeah totally yeah Uh, it's a bummer yeah it is (laughs) because at some point they're going to have to explain what happened to these characters right and I don't know if I'm ready for that explanation other than (laughs) maybe at some point they get rid of Thrawn and then they figure all right, I guess we're going to be off in this other galaxy that we spent a little bit of time into and explore that and map that out or something yeah outside of that it doesn't seem like it could go well right it can't go well and make sense yeah i mean i guess maybe it could but 
somebody decides to retire in another galaxy now that we're traveling between galaxies or something i don't know right yeah that's what i mean yeah. unless they're in a galaxy that they just can't just easily know what's going on over in this gal or this galaxy over in the normal star wars galaxy then yeah it gets to be tricky and hard to explain why they would never have come back during such a big battle with everyone going on in uh, the sequel trilogy yeah well unless you have anything else uh to touch on i think we're ready uh, no to i think up. uh that pretty much wraps it up excellent well uh it was fun talking about ahsoka while it lasted uh yeah. we will see if we get a season two i guess what is next skeleton crew they have not said but maybe so although i would say that you would think it would be the acolyte because i feel like that was announced and done before skeleton crew was but did they finish I, acolyte before the strikes i thought so like the shooting anyway i mean yeah i thought so i thought it was done um okay. before that for sure and in fact, I kept thinking, oh, why isn't this out yet? I think I, I thought that mm-hmm. that had been done for a little while and just hasn't come out yet. But I could be wrong. I do know. I could that see where past, once this. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I do know that this past week, um, the celebration trailer for the Acolyte leaked online. Uh, it was on YouTube. I don't know if it's still on there, but yeah. That had I heard about that. I haven't seen. I haven't seen it hang myself, but I heard about that. Um, yeah, maybe I could see a situation where once the strikes are officially over and things are kind of going back to normal, then they would feel like, okay, now we're ready to announce when this is going to drop on Disney plus. Cause maybe they're still holding things close to the chest to see how much they want to spread stuff out. Yep. You know? Yeah. So maybe we'll find out something. Hopefully soon. If the strike ends soon. Yeah. Um, with that, uh, it has been a pleasure, and we would love to hear from everyone listening. What did you think of Ahsoka? Are we crazy? Did you enjoy it? Did you not? Let us know by uh, emailing us at feedback at flickereffect.com. Um, you can leave a comment wherever you're listening to us, maybe Apple Podcasts. That'd be great. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and you can also reach out to us on social media at flicker underscore effect on threads on instagram on x wherever you choose you can usually find us with that i'm dave lott i'm bobby jackson and for michelle i'm sure she says bye so bye everybody thanks for listening